Lift your hands up, lift your hands up. Father, we thank you that in this atmosphere, the spirit of guilt is broken and shame is broken off of God's people. <laughs> and we experience your freedom tonight in Jesus' name. Jesus, receive that now. In Jesus' name. Receive it now. Because some can't even be free in this atmosphere because of shame or something. Just be free in Jesus' name. I want to show you something. Go, go, you're in John um, 14. Verse 14. Thinking about verse 14. Go to John 1. Okay. John 1. So, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Same was in the beginning with God. You can keep playing, brother. All things were made by Him. Without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shined in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which lighted every man that coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace, full of grace and truth. Underline that. And John bare witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me, and of his fullness have all we received, and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Grace and truth 
came by Jesus Christ. I'll give you this five minutes real quick. Because this grace and truth that came by Jesus Christ is the message of freedom for the body of Christ. I need you to write that down if you're writing some notes there. Grace is not a doctrine. Grace is a person. Grace is a person. Grace is a person. It is the message of freedom for the body of Christ. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. What is this grace? Yes, the unmerited, undeserved favor of God. But what is this grace? We had a sin issue. Say had. We had a sin issue. Um, not a sinner issue, a sin issue, a noun issue. Um, when you were born into this world, you were born sinner. Noun. You had an issue that we couldn't fix. Nothing we could do going to church, praying, would fix that account. Nothing. Now religion has tried to fix it. That's what religion is. It's attempts to fix what Jesus already fixed. So we had this issue. We had this, this account that needed to be settled. It needed to be settled legally by a man. God couldn't find a man because everybody had the same sin on their account. So the Bible says that he became man. Legally. Through the canal of a woman. He became a man. So he can deal with and settle our sin account. He settled the account once and for all doesn't add back up. The noun, the noun, the noun account. Your status that you were born in Jew. He settled that. Grace and truth. The person, grace, settled that account. What religion does is keeps us chasing our tails to settle what he's already settled. I need you to understand this. Which is why it has been hard for the body of Christ to receive even atmospheres like this of breaking and breakthrough. Because how many times do we have these kinds of atmospheres and people still don't receive fully in them? Because you figure there's still something I got to do to make him be pleased with me when all the while he sees us through what Jesus did. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Look at Ephesians. This, I won't give you this little piece because this goes right into what just happened here. And it goes right into why some people sit and still can't receive. Religion is not a denomination. It is not a way of dressing. It is an attempt to do in our strength what he already did. It is always working and performing to 
to hope God is pleased with you. I, I need you to hear this. This is not a Wednesday night message I strummed up to share with you tonight. This is something I've been looking at in scripture for about three years. And most of the, that's why I just even brought the shame piece in because most people can't even receive the breaking because there's, there's, a, there's a, a level of shame there. There's a level of guilt there, a level of something that you feel like some T you haven't crossed, some I you haven't dotted, so this can't be for me. This breakthrough can't be for me. It's for those who qualify for it. Because of what Jesus did, everything that pertains to life and godliness, we all qualify for. Look at Ephesians. Before you look at Ephesians, I said religion. I want you to write down what that is. It is working to achieve right standing with God. It is man's attempt to reach God and gain gain acceptance. It's performance and work based. That's why the scripture says it is by grace that we are saved and not of works. That's why we call it the finished work of Jesus because he did the work. Now I'm not, I'm not, I am, I am not in any way telling you that our job is just to sit and receive. Because even in this person of grace, there's a response that has to come from the believer. Because why would he do all of this? Why would, he, why, why, why would he pull out his son out of himself and do all of this for us? You, you watch the Passion of Christ. You ever seen the Passion of Christ? And, and most of us cover our eyes at certain parts. No, look at that. Because there was a price to be paid for sin that he paid. The punishment he took was really for us. But why did he do it? For God so loved the world that he released, gave his son. Here's a response from the believer. That whosoever believes. So you have a responsibility in it. Your responsibility is believing. I hear you. I think I heard this before. I heard this message before. It's called the message of grace. And it's about you can just see in this stuff. Absolutely not. No real believer even thinks that way. That because of what he did, I can do what I want. And Paul says, he says, where sin abound, grace much more abounds. And then somebody says, so shall we continue in sin? And Paul says, God forbid, banish the thought. Because he was speaking to our to the common sense of our born again spirit that says nobody that's born again even thinks like that. But because of what he's done. Because I, I ask a question. Why is it 
that most believers are still in the I believe, I receive state, never receiving. Man, listen. Ten years of that, five years of that, six months of that, hope deferred makes the heart sick. You forever coming and jumping and saying, I believe I receive and never receive it? Okay, let's dissect that. What's going on here? Most people are trying to work for what he's already done. It's kind of like going to a restaurant. You ever been to a restaurant and, and, and somebody, somebody um, paid for the meal and you're ready to go? You say, I, I got it. I took care of it. Say, well, you, say what you say, well, at least let me pay the tip. You feel like I got to do something. I can't just receive this free meal from you. I got to do something. And we treat God the same way. I got to do something. I can't just receive the finished work. I got I to gotta do something. I got I to gotta read a confession. I got to pray. I got I to gotta do something to qualify to get what he's done. When he says it's a free gift. It's a free gift. Go to Ephesians. Look at, look at Ephesians. Two. Verse seven. I'm gonna read this and I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. But I, 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 I believe by the Spirit of God that this ties into what just happened. Because if I don't give you this little bit of peace, you'll leave here and you'll post on Facebook and say, "Man, God moved," and won't have any manifestation of it. church been busy posting and not receiving you have nothing to show from the post it sounds good you got a lot of likes but we quoting and all this stuff and that's great but I'm just ready to see some of it so look at Ephesians 2 and 7 I said right that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Just look up the word in the back. What was the word? I had you looking up. I had Twan looking up. It was Hasid, which is the, is it Greek or Hebrew? The Hebrew word for grace that speaks of the love and kindness and tenderness of God toward us through Jesus Christ. Because you can say, well, why would he do all that? Simply because he loved us. I don't even think we understand the measure of his love toward us. I don't think so. You know why? Because this is how we approach him. My children don't come to me and say, can I, can I have a popsicle? Something, something's wrong with that. That's how we come to the altar. There's, there's a manifest healing line. We come like this. Verse, verse 8 come on come on I done jumped out of my pants man. for by grace are ye through faith now that save is another Greek word um, soterio which means deliverance wholeness all of that it's not just giving the preacher your hand and God your heart that's, that's a whole package and that not of yourselves it is a why do we have a hard time receiving 
the gifts of God. You know darn well the example I just used, you found yourself many times before. You go, I don't care if it's a three dollar meal, I got you. Now you I got it, I got it, no, I got it, no, I got it, I got it. I got it. Let the man pay for the meal. I'm just gonna at least leave a tip. I'm gonna do I gotta do something. I can't just receive this. So your neighbor said, Yes, you can. Verse verse nine. Verse nine. Not of works. Lest any man should boast. Because he don't want you to walk around saying, I got this house because I saved up my money and I fixed my credit. No, no, the bottom line of it is it's the grace of God. Now you got your list of what you did and the boxes you checked, but the bottom line of it is the grace of God. It's of no goodness of my own. We don't deserve half the stuff we got. Not of works, lest any man should boast. I've been looking at this. And I've been saying, okay, God, you got to make this plain to me. Because we've been reading this stuff for a long time. I think you've been reading too fast. You ever got a coupon and you read it and ran to the store but didn't read it slow enough to realize that it either expired or you had to buy 10 to get that price or or you had to be a, a card member and you say, oh, I gotta go just keep on on your work. Wow. Not because it was hid, you just didn't read it properly. Grace is not a doctrine, it's a person. It's a person who did some stuff on our behalf and he expects us to walk in it. How would you feel if you left a million dollars for your child and a house and some clothes and all that and, and you moved away and came back and they walk in the street with a, a jewel bag on and living on it? You say, what, what are you doing? I left all this for you. Why haven't you received this? Can I give you one more? Romans. grace is this. You're saved by grace. But you must continually acknowledge your need for it. You must continually acknowledge your your need for him. Write that down. It doesn't stop because I'm saved and I've been doing good in my walk. I need to continually acknowledge my need for his grace. I continually, it's, called, it's kind of like, you ever seen a kid riding a, a bike or learning to ride a bike and before they can go on their own, mama or daddy behind them, kind of holding the back of their back to make sure they don't 
fall over and they, and they riding and they doing good, but they don't know mama got a hand behind them. Make sure they, because they ain't got the training wheels on no more. But, but, but she, she's back there. It's the same thing with grace. I need God's hand continually, continually at the back of my back. I should never get to the place where I got it now, God, go ahead. I'm going to ride on. No, no, no. Keep your hand right there. I don't care how long I've been saved. I don't care how much I know. Keep your hand on my back. Say, I continually need his grace. Or you'll be in a post-salvation state with a pre-salvation mindset. Can't do it. I need him continually. Even if the training wheels are off. I'm growing up in God now, but keep your hand on my back. Don't let me go. I need you for real. Every hour. So I can listen. So I can grow in this grace. Oh, I want to go to Romans, but I don't have time to go to Romans. I don't have time, right? Y'all probably said, go on to Romans. Y'all, that's okay, it's too late now. No, Sunday, we're starting a series called Confronting Religion. And we're going to deal with this person of grace. We're going to deal with shame. We're going to deal with self-righteousness going to deal with dead works and so tonight I wonder my plan was to give you a sneak peek at it um, God had other plans for tonight oh but when Sunday comes this is a message of freedom for the body of Christ I believe, I believe that with all of my heart if you get this manifestation of flowing your life like running water in every area from your money to your thinking to your body most people that are still got these ailments somewhere in their heart somewhere in their soulless realm they don't believe that they've quite qualified for that manifested healing so I got to keep doing something one day maybe I'll do enough and God will heal me he's already healed He's already set us free. We're just making bad soul decisions. So Father, we thank you for your grace. The person of your son, Jesus. Thank you for the finished works. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for teaching us your word with purity. Because the entrance of that word brings understanding. And understanding eliminates all spiritual blindness that's keeping us from walking in full manifestation in every area of our life. We thank you that we are quickly approaching our graduation day, our manifestation graduation. All things that you've given us that pertains to life and godliness, we shall see them active in our lives. In Jesus' name, and every believer said amen. If you received anything tonight, clap.